Hey everybody, welcome to episode 87 of the Holtcast for 7500holt.com. As always, I'm Jack Grimsey alongside Robert Lintot. How's it going, Robert? It's going wonderfully. It's weird not to have video today. Yeah, we're trying out a new system, which is actually an old system, that being audio only. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and please let us know what you think. Uh, we've we've been talking that we, uh, as much as we like the video, we really would like to improve the audio quality, and we want to know if this actually is any better. Yeah, so please let us know, and if you want to leave a review on iTunes, that would also be cool. Um, you know, we're trying out a new system. Unfortunately, any new system, Aston Villa try, is just as terrible, maybe even worse than the old. Yeah, it... Um... God, could they do anything right at this point? I no, I don't think so. I mean, what's firing Eric Black going to do? No matter what, Villa are going to lose the next game. That's just the way that things go at this point, and I can't see it changing anytime soon. Well, at least not until August, and at which point maybe we'll win some games in the championship. It dawned on me today, and I realized that this is a really obvious thing to think of, and I don't know why I hadn't thought of it before. It dawned on me today, Villa might just be waiting until we're actually relegated to find a new manager, because no one wants to come in and have relegation on their resume. Oh, whatever, that's stupid. But, I mean, because at this point, does it really matter if you get an extra game or two with Eric Black? Because uh, we know we're going to lose, so just yeah, and with wait. These players, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and so that way you don't. I mean, you you get to be careful with some poor manager's fragile ego. Yeah, so that's that's kind of the problem that Villa are not yet relegated technically, even though we may as well have been down since November. But it still isn't mathematically confirmed. Yeah, and it's all thanks to a uh, late-ish goal from Crystal Palace, who hadn't won. Since 2015. I mean, for God's sakes, Aston Villa had one more recently. Yeah, exactly. That's just pathetic. They were off to a really good start on the season, too, sitting up. I think they were all the way up to sixth, but eventually Pardew's going to get you. <laughs> I'd still take him at Villa, though, if, if Palace decided to dump him. Maybe maybe Villa are waiting for something like that, seeing who the, the summer crop of managers are that are out there. Because maybe yeah. some people, their their contracts run out, they don't get retained. I don't know if any of them necessarily would want to go to Villa, but I don't know. I just thought of that, and maybe that's what that's what they're thinking. Maybe, maybe we hope for someone else. I really, I think last year I would have taken Pardew. At this point, I want nothing to do with him. Yeah, probably, probably he's, not. He's got the stink of Aston Villa around him from his time at Crystal Palace. I mean... <laughs> They've been almost as unsuccessful as we have in the second half of the season. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. Um, all right, let's let's go to the the Bournemouth match. I did not watch it. <laughs> you didn't miss much. Yeah, um, um, I know. I know it was terrible. I could have told you that. I didn't watch it, but I know that's a fact. It was. It was the first half was one of the most tepid, boring affairs that I have ever watched and that includes preseason football that includes um, the first time we played Burnmouth this season yeah it's i mean it, it was terrible it, neither team seemed like they really cared um neither team seemed to have any attacking intent neither team seemed well, to nothing want nothing matters at this point in the season for either team Burnmouth they've they had a great year they're staying up villa they had a terrible year they're going down yeah i mean but 
I don't know. A little part of me says, yeah, nothing matters. But at the same time, um, you know, a win pushes us from the realm of just mathematical absurdity of Villa surviving to, oh, that seems pretty damn near impossible. I mean, it improves our chances, however minuscule it would. Get a win. Why not? Get a win at home. Win for the home fans, for God's sakes. Yeah, win because you hate losing, and it's terrible and annoying and depressing every week. But and it you'd, th- just, you'd think there'd be something to play for, for from an individual standpoint, at least, as well. Yeah, and and from watching that first half, there was nothing to play for. Villa didn't look interested. Villa didn't look like they wanted to be a part of it. Um, and it looked like it was guaranteed to go into the books as a 0-0 at halftime. And then Villa decided to Villa. Did you at least get to see that goal? The uh, Yeah, yeah, I did. And surprise, IU scored. It's... Well, well, yeah, but I'm talking about the uh, the first goal, the one at the end of the first half. Oh, no. Oh, so Burnmouth uh, take that short corner. And it should be the last kick of the match. And I'm not saying the ref should have blown his whistle because you let the final play from a corner play out. But Yeah, last set piece. Yeah, um, they take the short corner and Villa are just absolutely, utterly fucking baffled. Um, And a couple of passes inside the box and they slot it past Guzan without even the tiniest bit of trouble. Um, Just the stupidest freaking goal to concede. Just the Villa's goal to concede. Yeah, I mean, until, until the second goal they concede when... Kieran Clark tries a back pass that looked exactly like that. Uh, the time Brad Guzan tried a forward pass that went right in front of uh, who was it? Aguero. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, it was that bad of a pass. He tried it, and they just latched onto it and slotted it right past Guzan. See, and... that's what, that's why I couldn't even watch. Um, I will watch Saturday, but yeah, <laughs> I you don't have to. <laughs> I'm not going to hold it against you. No, I'll. I'll put myself through the misery of watching it you can go to the pub no i'm i'm going home my grandparents are in town so at my parents oh. house so nice we'll uh, not be at the pub but at the pub that they will have the copa america trophy on display and you can take your picture with it oh of all the weekends so, not to be there yeah um but yeah so the two goals we gave up i i struggle to be too mad at clark um, it was a stupid mistake, but he had been put in a bad position with a back pass that he probably should have never gotten because he was under pressure. But that doesn't, I mean, that doesn't forgive a professional footballer for not being able to pass a freaking football. Um, but whatever, Kieran Clark is not the target of my rage this season. He screwed up. That's fine. I don't really care. Um, at this point, cause it it's doesn't not like matter. A point does anything. Yeah, no. Um, and then, like you said, you got the IU consolation goal, and it was actually a lovely goal. Exactly. That's all that IU scores is quality goals. <laughs> he doesn't score a lot of them. He scores enough of them to, to make an impact for some team as long as he doesn't punch anyone in the face. But Yeah. He's got six goals in the Premier League this year. Yeah, and just about all of them have been stunners. Like, he had that diving header against Swans, I think, and all the ones he's curled in from that, that left side, just probably five yards left of the D, kind of at the corner of the box. He yeah. comes in and cuts it and curls it in, or slams it in, like a good striker. Yeah, absolutely. He's He's a player that... 
his temper aside, he's someone I think I want to see back next year. Um, yeah, I here, really, here, I'd really like him to stay. I don't know if he will. Here you go in damning statistics time. Uh, 48% of all of Aston Villa's Premier League goals have come from Justed and Ayu. Yeah, and you know... And, and, and that's that 48% actually, is 11 goals. Yeah, that's what, the, that's what the problem is. But if, you know, previously Villa were not having any goals coming from midfield the past few years. So, I don't know how many goals have we scored from midfield. Like three, probably, because they probably all... Two goals is probably like 50%, and that's Lescott, so... Huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Ayu, again, towards the end of the match, lost his temper, started getting into a shoving match with yeah, someone. Yeah, I got picked up a card. Which, he's got to figure that out. I mean, it's okay to be a fiery player, but he's already sort of gone beyond that by throwing an elbow into someone's face. So Yeah, the, the, you lost the yeah. of the doubt with that the leeway that you give him is a lot less than the leeway you would give a normal player. Mm-hmm. This isn't Kieran Clark charging in to protect Ashley Westwood or whatever it was that one time. Oh, after he floored Jeffrey Schlupp. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, this is, that was it's such a perfect tackle. It was legal <laughs> and he absolutely wrecked him and just put him on the turf. <laughs> but no, I mean, this was just anger for the sake of anger and he's got to get that in check um, because he's going to get beaten up in the championship. It's was it not like a, Kevin Toner in the U21 match when he just... He, he had two clean tackles, I thought, and West Ham, they did not like it. Yeah, no, I thought the, the tackle that started the fight uh, was a perfectly fine tackle. Yeah, I think the ref was just at a poor angle, but I don't know. He just he went flying because I think he was trying to get out of the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's because my issue with IU is... The temper is okay in small doses, but he's going to be provoked a lot in the championship. It's just so rough there um, that if he and doesn't get it under games, control, more chances. Yeah, and if he doesn't get it under control, he becomes a pretty significant liability. Then again, I'm sure part of it is based on the team just being absolutely dreadful, and maybe if we're winning, it's he's in a better mood. Yeah, it's easier to let something go if you're actually a decent team. Then again, there's a lot of there's a lot of stress and if you're battling for one of those playoff spots and something goes against you, you can't get sent off in the first half when, you know, look at Liverpool today, you can come back. Yeah. Game's um, not over. That was that was incredible by the way. Yeah, pro- probably that's I don't know. They have the Istanbul, but that's going to be special. Yeah, no kidding. Um and Liverpool this year, a nice reason, and I realize this is now five years late, but a nice reason to show why maybe a team should care about the Europa League, Aston Villa. Yeah, no kidding. And then again, you can get in the Champions League by winning Europa. So mm-hmm. they've they've got to be the favorites for that at this point. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, there's that added incentive. But I mean, I guess you I, have Sevilla. Sevilla always wins Europa League. But I honestly don't think that so much of the fan enthusiasm is because of that Champions League spot. I think it's because they're competing for a title. Oh, 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 okay. You mean from that perspective. I thought you meant as like a manager's reason to go for it because Martin O'Neill's a a tosser, but... Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. But go for it because the fans actually give a damn about it. Oh, yeah. And the fans should give a damn. Just like even if you can win the the Mickey Mouse Cup, the Capital One Cup, it's still a trophy. (laughs) And for Villa... Uh, Verfilla, that's good. Just like if you have a chance in that pickup, you got to put everything at it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and of course, this is years too late to actually matter because Villa aren't sniffing the Europa League anytime soon. Um, although sniffing the really, Johnson's paint trophy is more like it. <laughs> uh, really upsetting that we uh, managed to be the FA Cup runners up in the first year in which that wouldn't get us a, a Europa position. <laughs> Imagine if we were in the Europa League. <laughs> we we right would now, not have. Or we year. would not have made the playoffs. We could have been like Wigan and been in the Europa League and got relegated, or in the FA oh. Cup and get relegated. God, can you imagine? They, if they, they had, had already been relegated when they were in the Europa League, I guess, because of that. Like, okay. God, can you imagine being like as bad as Aston Villa are and somehow just dominating the Europa League? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if you got relegated? So you're in the Championship, but yet you're in the Europa League. You you win that, and then you're in the Champions League the next year, but you're not even in the top flight. Would Aston, would UEFA yeah. let it fly? And Aston what would Vill- the financial fair play regulations be like because you're in the second division? Oh, my God. <laughs> Aston Villa only participate in leagues with the word champion in the title. <laughs> There was some joke like making fun of Americans because it's like only Aston Villa could be bad enough to lose so many games they go to the championship. <laughs> God. Because everything in America, the title game in the playoffs is called the championship game. Like winning the NIT. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, uh, it's something. All right. Yeah. Let's, so, um, that's oh, that. yeah, I, I want to just touch on that U21 match because it was good that what 700 people went mm-hmm. and that pitch was drenched mm-hmm. yeah the the i couldn't believe 700 people showed up in the middle of that weather that looked absolutely yeah. terrible yeah i bet they could have got twice as good a turnout if it was nice mm-hmm. um but i think actually the kind of impressive thing is that that match puts villa's u21 squad into line to basically have a playoff spot for promotion to the top tier of the U21 system. Yeah, and that's important. Mm -hmm. Especially after the dreadful year that the U21s had last year. Uh, This really quick turnaround is rather impressive. And and Grealish was the captain and was completely responsible for creating the first two goals. He was doing it all. And Mm -hmm. then he he had to go off injured, so I don't think he'll play this weekend, but... He was he was great. Adama came back from injury and was okay for an hour, and that's just good to see him get some fitness. But mm-hmm. it, yeah, the, the match was end to end. It definitely would have been one of the most exciting Villa matches he could have watched all year. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and Oscar li- Borg, who just came from West Ham and get just in the middle of that scrap at the end, that was awesome. No, there's a little part of me that wonders. Uh... Next year, with us going down to the championship and coverage being scant on the ground, uh, with AVTV maybe televising a fair amount of the U21 matches, if that's where we devote a lot of our coverage. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it depends who's who's playing for the U21s, I guess, I think, and, and if and how they're playing. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have no one next year because all of those players will be called up once everyone leaves this summer. Yeah, exactly. That's what I I think they could be looking more like the academy team and, and just end up going back down if they if they come up this year to the the higher tier of the development league. Yeah. Um god, but it would be neat. It would be good to see them get that uh you know, they deserve it. Then I enjoy it it's a nice response to the criticisms that 
we're going to leave Villa because we won't be able to watch him next year. And it's like, we just watched a second tier U21 match. I think we'll be able to find some way to follow along with championship matches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not, not a too big of a concern. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll find a way to follow along. This we're, we're not going anywhere. All right. So one reason we may not want to watch is Phila hire Nigel Pearson to be the next manager. So, yeah, it's not official yet, but it's one of those everyone seems to think it's coming and seems to know it's coming sort of things. Yeah, dreading it, like kind of like the McLeish mm-hmm. signing um, appointment, I guess. But I, if there's one thing that Nigel Pearson's done right is that he was at Nottingham Forest. I don't know if he was being interviewed for that job or something, but hopefully he was watching Gary Gardner. Cause yeah. If he, if he puts Gary Gardner in the side, that's one foot in the right direction for me. and. He's already kind of, I'm not going to hate Pearson any more than I already do at this point. Yeah, that's true. Um, I guess my big issue is the fact that he's, you know, just like Remy Gard did, uh, and to some extent, just like Tim Sherwood ended up doing, uh, coming over without his right-hand men, if it if it ends up happening. Yeah. I don't know, though. This sort of has the stink to me of one of those rumors that everyone takes for granted and doesn't actually end up happening. I don't know why. I really hope you're right. But I, I have, the, I just I have, have no idea what's what's what at Villa at this point is what's truth and what's paper talk. I've got this gut, and 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 there's literally no basis for it. So this is not a logical or rational feeling. But I've just got this gut feeling that this is, you know, that rumor that everyone says, "Oh yeah, it's happening," and two weeks later, people just pretend like we never said this. I sure hope so, and I, that that could be. I mean, I'm not. I think that's actually pretty plausible. Um, mostly because it just really came out of nowhere. We, we haven't heard anything about the manager for about a week now. And suddenly today it's, oh, well, they're going to hire Pearson and they're going to have so-and-so for their assistant manager. And it's like, where did this come from? I think it's also weird that Eric Black hired an assistant. (laughs) When do you see an interim hire an assistant? I mean, if you just need somebody to help with the drills and training, that's good, but... It's kind of like he's taking his shoes off and, and hanging up his coat. He's looking to stay a while. <laughs> Which is hilarious because he is not going to stay a while. Yeah. Uh, he, he's God. Um, I don't know. I really hope it's not Pearson, but it's one of those things that I guess I'll come to terms with it if it happens. It's not like I have much choice in it, so... I guess we've got to make yeah, the best yeah. out what, of it. What, what can we do? We're still going to support and cover the Villa, but I'm not going to be happy if it's Pearson. Mm-mm. No. Um, but yeah, it's. but again, there really isn't much else to say beyond that because we've hashed the manager thing to death with the candidates that we all sort of know. So that's what the papers are saying. Maybe by the time you're hearing this, he's been hired, and maybe by the time you're hearing this, someone else has been hired. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Um, I don't know. But yeah, like we're saying, Black's not going to be around. I, I wonder if Gabby Agbonlahor is going to be around. Is he even going to want to come back from fat camp? Got sent there today. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you went with that because I was just about to go with, well, I guess it's just the newspapers chewing the fat. Speaking of which, so <laughs> we were going to have a yeah, crappy segue. He's got a lot to chew on, that flabby <laughs> Agbonlahor. Um. God. I heard that. I heard someone wants to ch- change the chant from "he's fast" to "he's fat," which that's a bit <laughs> harsh. He's really not that fat, but 
No. It's you can you can blame Gerard Julia for that. Is Gabby used to be a sprinter. He look he used to look like a track star and now he's just looks like he's English. Yeah. He's um I don't know. The club is playing this up as sort of a fitness thing. Um they seem really open about it, which makes me kind of want to take them at their word. A little part of me wonder if this is just like a bomb squad type situation. Like we want to run you into the ground and make you want to leave so you get the hell out of here. Yeah, it's it's hard to know. We'll have to wait and see what Gabby puts on his Instagram. Who was it? Was it I think it was for the New York Times the other day. Someone wrote about like being an unwanted player in one of I want to say the Polish league or something like that. And he talked about the fact that he was forced to do solo training and they would dock his pay if he showed up even five minutes late or something like that. Yeah, probably send him to the gulag. Yeah, uh, and and so part of me just, I maybe that's just in the back of my head, but I kind of wonder if Villa are trying to intimidate Gabby to move. Like, nullify your contract with us, dude. Either that or make him get so mad that he tries hard again or something, you know? If they yeah. think that could motivate him for the championship, because if Gabby got back to even half the player he was when he was 22, he dominated the championship. Yeah, except now he seems like he's twice the player. Oh, oh he's twice. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like James' question: If Gabby, like last week, if Gabby ate himself, would he disappear? Or would he get fatter? <laughs> <laughs> I promised myself I wasn't going to go for a cheap joke, but you set me up so perfectly. Yeah, I almost set myself up to, to <laughs> like, I had no idea what was going on. But uh, Yeah, no, so, I don't know. I Okay, great, he's going to go get fitness, except, what's it going to matter? He still can't finish. Fitness is not going to make him suddenly realize where a net is. Yeah, but if he gets in twice as many good finishing positions, he'll probably have twice <laughs> as many goals. Which, two times zero is still zero, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, now he'll be able to run the ball past the touchline twice as fast. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he really strikes me as a player who's beyond reclamation. Yeah. Um, I I just want to see Villa part ways with him, and I'm I'm totally okay with that. Yep, and I think he is too, so... Yeah. I think the time has come, uh, sadly. Let's move on to Twitter questions, and the first one actually really ties in quite well. It's from Tyler Fisher at tfisher twenty one. What is Gabby's ultimate indulgence indulgence food? Excuse me. You have any thoughts on this one? Mm, I don't know Nando's or something. I was gonna say, does Nando's do like a probably, fried no, probably chicken? Probably just Cadbury cream eggs. He probably just goes to the Cadbury factory and just stuffs himself on cream eggs. And Get some of that delicious cream. Not, oh. yeah. God damn! But does does Nando's have? Like a fried chicken? Mm, I mean, I, mean, I know they've got their like peri peri grilled. It's pretty. I think it's pretty. Yeah, I, I, I've got to think since Gabby's a footballer, the the indulgence of choice is Nando's. Got to be. Like that's that's all know, there is. There's some good curries in Birmingham, so. That's true. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Nando's. I'm I'm a little upset that both of us. Uh, both of us uh, thought of the, the same answer. What was that? The local delicacy at the Cadbury factory. <laughs> I like that. All right. I'll buy that. What's our next Twitter question? All right. It's from Sean Granger at Mr. Granger. Do you still wear your jersey 
slash AVFC or has it mostly hung this year? And I don't know. I I still will wear it sometimes. Sometimes I'll just wear a, a different Villa shirt, not a not a kit, but sometimes not. I know Tyler Fisher last last time I saw him at the pub. I think it was I don't know maybe almost a month ago, but he was protesting by not wearing it. So yeah, I. Uh... I don't wear mine any more or less than I have in the past, but I'm also not one of the types of people who regularly goes around wearing a kit. I only wear so, it on match day. Yeah, I'll wear it on a match day, and then, you know, if I'm heading out afterwards, I'll keep it on or something sometimes. But I'll take it off if it's a bad law sometimes. Yeah. I don't want to see it. Go back uh, in the closet. <laughs> get, get in the sea closet. Yeah. Get in Davy Jones' closet. Yeah. Uh, what's our next one? All right, it's from Paperwork Ninja at Paperwork Ninja. Is AVFC still going to be in Zagabia's forever home after relegation? And I think he's his lease is up in May. I don't know. He's, he's getting kicked out. He's, they're putting him on the front lawn. He has to be, right? Maybe they, hopefully they at least buy him a one-way ticket somewhere to say, hey, this is not our problem anymore. Can can the UK please do us a solid and revoke his work permit? <laughs> do we have to get the F out? They owe us one. His, yeah, his contract they owe us like is 50. Up. They could give us one. Yeah, they, his contract is up at the end of the summer, apparently, as is that of Kieran Richardson uh, and no one else that we really care about. Jesus, not a day too soon. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I think it's and again, and and to make it so abundantly clear, it's not in Zogby's fault. It's not us. It's you. Yeah, well, Richardson, Richardson. It's not me. It's you. You're not working for Villa. Please, God, he's just junk. He's garbage. Um, But yeah, so no, and Villa is not in Zogby's forever home. And if and if we are, then I'll just cry. Yeah, <laughs> just signs on as a coach or something stupid. All yeah. right, and the last one from Gregory Michael at Rose City TID. I know the next week's our last chance to watch Villa for a while, but I get no joy anymore, watch or not. And I don't know, when I when I go to the pub, it's fun, but that's because there's other Villa fans there. Obviously, last week I said I didn't even watch it. I think I'm going to watch it this Saturday, though. Just, I don't know. I don't know. I, or something. I actually, apologies to Tyler Fisher's wonderful food questions. I actually thought that was one of the best questions we've received in a while because I've struggled with Very that. Relatable. I've, I've, I've been watching matches lately, despite the fact that I don't want to for more, because we've got enough writers that I could every once in a while just say, y'all cover it. I don't want to. Uh, but I've been watching because it's like, well, they suck, but I don't know when I'm going to get to do this again. Yeah, and it's kind of just like watching a train wreck. There's some yeah. entertainment value, I guess, from a very cynical point of view. Is you the, think, Just thinking that it, even if you were out there, Villa wouldn't be doing worse. They're still going to lose. Yeah, and the other thing that keeps me watching is the fact that the one time I don't watch will be their fourth win of the season. Yeah. Uh, do you think Villa have a point left in them? I really don't. I, I thought maybe last week was going to be the chance for a win. What, what about the Newcastle draw. match? Penultimate match of the I year. Really ho- I really hope we beat Newcastle so then we can just hate the shit out of them for the rest of forever. But <laughs> And beat them. as Okay, the thing is, if we don't go up next year and Newcastle don't go up next year, 
that's okay. But if they go up and we don't, that's terrible. If we if we go up and they don't, that would be amazing. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think if there's any points to be had, it has to be that match, or it will be Arsenal like trying to hold on to fourth place and we somehow <laughs> nick a win. All right. Well, I hope then we lose to United so we can beat Arsenal for and make <laughs> them knock it fourth. I don't know. I'd like to see West Ham in the Champions League, but I don't think that's going to happen. Both of those red clubs. That would be pretty be great, there. actually. Um, let's see. I think what they is play the United the last week of the season. God, I don't think there's really any chance Arsenal are going to drop out of the top four. Yeah, no way. Uh, they're, they're six points clear right now. City could drop, though. They could. Oh, they, they're still in the Champions League. We have nothing to say about that. They're not even good. Yeah, no. Uh, All right, so... Speaking of Man United... Un- unduly, speaking of Manchester teams that are terrible, but still in the hunt for the Champions League next year, Man United, Saturday at 3 British Standard Time, British Summertime, sorry, BST. <laughs> God, I can't even get it right. British Soccer Time, right? Yeah. <laughs> Blazers, men in Blazers soccer time, they can explain soccer to you. Oh, God. I uh, I went to a baseball game with my roommate last night. He might be listening, and he told me that he really likes men in Blazers. And I almost told him that, that I'm sorry, I have to leave. <laughs> Don't worry, my roommate listens to them as well. So Yeah, he, he might be listening. I'm sorry, Brian, but men in Blazers are just garbage. Yeah. And if they called and asked us for an interview, I would take it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm already blocked by them on Twitter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Attaboy. What'd you do to get blocked? I have no idea. <laughs> it wasn't even like when I was tweeting like horrible things. Not even like horrible things to them one day. Not like James who said, eat a brick or something. <laughs> but I want to smash your face in with a brick. I don't know. But I didn't even say anything like that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh... Well, I'm sorry you didn't get your money's worth out of that block. No, it's the worst. I can still see I had to mute them because or mute the search terms men in blazers because whenever someone stupidly quote tweets them, it still shows up in my feed and I don't oh need to see God. that. I'm so uninterested in what they have to say. Sports, but... I would rather listen to Martin Woodhall tweet at me for a week than listen to <laughs> oh, men in Oh, let's blazers. talk about Martin Woodhall instead of talking about Man United. <laughs> All right, I'm game. My own Uh, personal fan club. Yeah, yeah, basically. I don't know if you guys knew that Robert Lintot has a Twitter fan account. And it's actually run by a West Brom fan. I I literally have my own personal troll. I don't understand it. Yeah, this guy has like, I don't know, 10 tweets since April of last season. April of last year. And they're all at Robert. Yeah, it's God, I actually at some point I need to just sit down and count because he only has 105 tweets total. And it yeah. would not shock me if 70% of those were about SB Nation or me. Like, yeah. I picked up my own personal troll and and the funniest thing to me is he's decided that he wants to help me pick a new club because I won't be able to watch Aston Villa. 
and because I need to watch a British club because Americans don't have sports to watch. No, yeah, the funniest thing, America doesn't have sports. Oh, my God. And he told me that baseball has no skill as opposed to cricket because in <laughs> cricket – they throw the ball in the ground before they hit. Oh, my God. And because in baseball, you run in a circle, and in cricket, you run in a straight line. <laughs> oh, okay. my God. I, I, anyone listening, just please go look at at 7500 underscore Robert. And, like, half of my tweets for the past week have been to this guy or about this guy. Um, well, it, if you feel bad, 100% of his tweets have been at you. <laughs> um. Yeah, we Americans don't have any good sports, unfortunately. He has four followers. Yep. Uh, that's He's picked one up because someone mentioned earlier in the week he had three. I wonder if I started following him. No, one's a Villa fan named Steve, who has the Tifo from Wembley in his background. One is a cam model named Roxy Bell. One is at Rio Ferdinand 05. <laughs> His profile is all the latest news doing the bit OI and some other guy, some poor soul named Tommy Neath, Carpenter, and Joiner. Yeah. Joined October 2011, 103 tweets. Oh, man. He's basically an egg. Seven likes. Only one of them is what his first like is his own tweet. (laughs) The last one is I'd prefer man who hits the ball with a bat or paddle person, which is what you said to him. Yep. This has been your Martin Woodall report on the whole cast. <laughs> yeah. He's he's been and I've really vacillated with He weirdly. got his five seconds of fame. From hour to hour I go from either thoroughly enjoying this dude to just wanting him to disappear forever, and I'm not really sure where I stand. Yeah, it's I mean he's really I guess you can't can't even say he divides your opinion because he just he just evokes your strong emotions. I guess is <laughs> what I'm trying to say. All right, let's talk Man United really quickly now that we've spent most of our allotted Man United time on Martin Woodall. Sorry, I was kind of just talking when I was getting ready to tweet him this picture of the wet sandwich albatross that we tried to put on a flag <laughs> for the West Brom game last year, but they wouldn't print it for us. Ah. I think that's I think that's what started his trolling of us last year. It is. It is. Okay. It's now it's come full circle. Oh good. Attaboy. But although you're really so gonna anyways, ruin, you're gonna ruin my percentage. I had like half of his tweets and now you're gonna get a third of them. Oh no. Um <laughs> Yeah, Man United are they're fifth, like like I was saying a little bit, fifty three points. Only a plus nine goal difference, so it's kinda weak, but Villa not really in a position to to comment on that with a goal difference of minus 41. Hey, it only went down by one last week, and yeah, we stayed at 16 points, believe it or not. Yay. Um, I Manchester United to me are this really like singularly befuddling team because my gut impression of them based on media coverage and whatnot is that they are not all that good, and yet they're fifth. That's, that's not No, that. they're like Leicester. They, they've grinded out more than their fair share of 1-0 wins. Obviously, that a lot of them have been on the backs of, back of David De Gea, who is brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Every the other day, someone said someone said that Villa would not be – or they said that United would be getting relegated without De Gea, and they're like, what if, what if Villa had him? I was like, well, he can't score, so. <laughs> uh, 
In their past six matches, they've had four wins and two losses, and all of those four wins have been by one goal. Yeah, they were they were on like an eight or ten match like winless streak though at the kind of at the beginning of the year though like yeah it was January. really bizarre and I think that's part of why I have this weird sense that they you know weren't all that great and yet the lowest they've been in the table all season is sixth. Yeah, I mean, as terrible as Van Hall is, he actually is equally good. You know, he's he's just weird. He's he's not gonna he's not making them great, but he's making them horribly average. I don't know. And but so there, there's you still have to feel like there's a good manner of professionalism around them because they just know how to win. Yeah, and so that's my question with Manchester United, like. Despite the fact that they're fifth, can we still call this a bad team based on the talent available and the results they've gotten? Oh, total failure. They were playing Ashley Young. They've played him at left back. They've played him at striker in the same game. Like, Yeah. Um, God, I mean, because it's hard, I mean, it's hard to criticize doing. anyone. Jesse Lingard, like, centrally and Mata on the right wing, and why are you doing that? And Daly Blind is playing center back, and... I mean, Luke Shaw got injured, but he, I don't know, he's clueless. Yeah, I, uh, but at the same time, I mean, it's just when you have so much talent as Manchester United do, I feel like there really is, you know, you really can't be that bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're about as bad as they possibly could be. You know, Carrick, Schneiderlin, and Schweinsteiger, even though he's so old now, and before he got injured in Ando Herrera, it's good midfield. Yeah, I feel like Tim Sherwood could make Manchester United challenge for a Champions League spot. Yeah, maybe because he would just go balls to the wall and like could actually get some people to score some goals. And with the talent they have, they could score four goals a game. And then if they only give up three, they get the win. <laughs> but it's the same as Van Hull grinding it out one nil. They're gonna like the worst they could do is six probably. <laughs> it's an entertaining hard attack from all of the. Yeah, exactly. Are. Wouldn't wouldn't you prefer to die like being entertained than just? Pulling out your hair and stabbing out your eyeballs watching nil-nil. Next week on the Holtcast, wouldn't you die rather being entertained than watching Aston Villa? Yeah. Well, <laughs> too bad, because you're a Villa fan, and you're going to die watching Villa, so it's terrible. At least that would be a big fire explosion or something. All right, so... That's, we that's if we go down to League One. Yeah, we haven't won at Old Trafford since Moses brought the tablets down from the mountain. I think it was before that. <laughs> that was at Old Old Trafford. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Old Testament Old Trafford. Yeah, yeah, O T O T. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's um, great. I've, we've got to end on that. Villa are going to lose at Old Trafford, yep, but you that's... still should watch because we're going to be on Twitter. It's going to be fun. Follow seventy five hundred to Holt, seventy five hundred Robert Holt. He has some tweets. He he chats with the West Brom fans, as we talked about for a while. But yeah, and follow me as well at Jack Grimsey. But you can you can get us in all the same spots except YouTube because obviously we didn't do a video this week, as you'll know, listening to it and not watching it. But still on iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, and Google Play Store. So yeah, that's that's about it. You can. Read all the latest Aston Villa news at 7500toholt.com. And for Robert Lintot, I'm Jack Grimsey. Thanks for listening, and we'll get you next time on the Holtcast.